Ladies and gentlemen, for tonight's main event, Punch Counter Punch. Bringing you the opinions you love and especially the ones you don't. Here are your hosts, Gabriel Fast and Ethan Maestri. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the show. You are watching. Yes, hello. Wave, wave to the camera, Ethan. Go ahead. Say hi. Yeah. Yeah, wave. Elbow, elbow. Regal. Elbow wrist, out. Wrist. Elbow. Yeah, El- yeah. Is it elbow? Okay. Elbow yeah. out. Yeah, this right, thing. Wow, that, that looks really sketchy on camera. Anyways, uh, we are punch counter punch, Ethan. It's been a while. It has. It yeah, really we were has. just mentioning how we needed to update the doc because it's about three months old. Yeah. Yeah, it literally <laughs> says April. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. What is it that prevents us from getting together consistently every month? Do you think like legitimately, what do you think it is? You know, it's, it's a good question and I just keep putting off coming up with an answer. Yeah. I just, why do, why do today what you can do tomorrow? I agree. That's kind of how I feel too. It's like when it's the right time, it'll happen. You know what I mean? Like there's your answer folks. That's why we can't do. Yeah. That's exactly right. We, AKA stop bothering me. Um, yeah. no, <laughs> get, <laughs> just off, kidding. get off our backs. Yeah. Get off our, no, just kidding. The yeah. four of you that listen to this, um, Ethan, it's been a while since we've, we've talked, you know, at all actually. So, which is, yeah, that's been kind of the odd part about this is yeah. not only have we not gotten together for the regular podcasting, but it's like our, well, okay. So I've, I've traveled, you've been busy. Um, I've been busy. And not with anything particularly troublesome or anything like that. It's just man, everybody's gotten busy again. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's 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 just the 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 name of the game, you know. Yep. And I'm not yep. upset about it. I mean, I I enjoy podcasting, but it's like there's other there's other parts to this to this whole deal besides podcasting, you know. Um, yep. how was your trip, by the way? It was excellent. Yeah, I took a cruise. Uh, first time for me to be on a cruise we um we sailed on norwegian uh six islands in the caribbean and it was it was an eye-opening uh, a different experience for me something i was not expecting and did not realize i would enjoy as much as i did we got to go with uh four other friends of ours that dion and i have known my brother and his wife and then a, a mutual friend of ours that we grew up around and his wife and the six of us just you know we we weren't joined at the hip the whole time. We all kind of floated around and did our own thing, but we came together for meals and, and to do a few things together. And it was just, it was perfect. It was like, I didn't have somebody around me all the time. I got, I got the isolation time that I wanted and needed. And Dion and I got to go off and do some things on our own, but we also had friends there, which if you're going to cruise, just find a group to do that with, and it will be awesome. And we, we had a great time. It's it's a week and a half that I wish I could do over again. <laughs> yeah, I I I'm about to go on a next year I'll be going on a cruise. Uh another one. I haven't been on one since I was like 15, but you you you, you nail it on the head. It's not well actually that's not true. I went on one a couple years ago, but that's doesn't matter. Um you nail it on the head. It's an eye-opening experience. Like yeah. it's just so different. It's just like wow, we are really just out in the middle of nowhere. Um, yeah. This is a yeah. lot of water. Um, <laughs> the, this island isn't as big as I thought it was. It's only, you know, 
20 square miles. I, I thought there would be more real estate than this. Yeah. And yet this is what 50,000 people live on. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it's, Literally. It, is, it is different. It is different than what I have grown accustomed to. And then in particular, like w one of the stops was in uh, Dominican Republic. And I've not experienced, you know, it's it's a it's a third world type condition in places, and I was standing in the middle of it, and it's like I've I've seen this in pictures, I've never stood in the middle of it, had the sights, the smells, the everything around me, to make it real, and standing there, it's like it, I it's like what you talked about when you visited Africa, suddenly things that you knew clicked into place as a reality and it changed your whole perspectives shifts a little bit as it should and that kind of happened for me a little bit and it was uh it was both uh, uh humbling and enjoyable at the same time it's so refreshing to hear you you know talk about this experience that you've had and how like you know you're in your 40s now and you're you're having this this experience in your 40s. You know, a lot of times people, I feel like in our area, we're in the Midwest, a lot of people just kind of get set in their ways, mm. and they stop growing, and they they don't think they need to grow. Like like they they're content with like the day to day, and like it's it's a lonely journey to grow because it's it's something you have to do by yourself. <laughs> And yeah, when you see the those things around you, where it's like, oh my god, like uh, what you see in pictures, what you see in movies, it's it's nothing like it, it's not like what you would think it would be. And you, you and I, you and I have grown up with um, exposure to uh, other cultures, other worlds, be it in video form, uh, on page, uh, whatever the case may be. We've been taught you and i from being young pups to look at other people and empathize and try and understand them and you're absolutely right we live in an area of our country where it does feel like a lot of people get very comfortable with the life that they live in a very small radius and anything outside of that is the rest of the world doesn't matter to them doesn't affect them and they're not inclined to look at it right learn about it don't even want to know learn about, about it. it and don't yeah, want to, yeah and, it's, and, yeah and unfortunately when you take that kind of myopic view of your life um you become a you become set in your ways you become a little bit jaded about things um that's not the way i want to live yeah i don't want to and, i don't know i've had a yeah and, and i've uh, i've had a chance to push myself outside of my own comfort zone, my own boundaries. And it's a good feeling. Enjoyed it. yeah. It's like, wow, yeah. why am I sweating all the time? Like, <laughs> you know, whenever we visited, then it's like, this is just the way it is, man. Like, yeah, we, we were on a hike and there were several people from the ship that were on the same hike with us. And it's in the middle of the Dominican Republic in the jungle. And just Kind of after about 30 minutes or so of trudging up this mountain in the jungle, just hearing the other people complaining, just really, I, 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 I was smiling because it's like, you know, just accept the fact that you are outside of your element and 
just appreciate what's coming next. You know, just just keep an open mind about it. But it's hard for people to do. I get it. And and it was funny to to see some of that play out. Yeah. Uh, while we were out on that excursion, it was interesting. Yeah, man. I would. Uh, yeah. T- so t- tell us about. I mean, obviously, we don't want to make it an hour long. But like, what were some of your favorite excursions? Uh, well, like the, like I said, Dominican Republic was just exciting because we trudged uh, several miles up into the jungle on a on a mountainside, and then to get down, uh, we zip lined through the jungle uh, to another hilltop, and then from there, it's basically a collapsed cave system, and it's a series of uh, waterfalls that you jump off of <laughs> into very cold water, which was refreshing <laughs> and enjoyable. And then you float or slide, natural uh, slides in this, you know, this collapsed cave system all the way back down the mountain and then hike back to the main camp, the main encampment. Um, That's an adventure. That was an adventure. Yeah. yeah it was. It, it's it was, like some it was Walter Betty level stuff. It, almost. Yeah. Yeah. At times it felt it felt like it. At one point, I uh, the, the guy behind me, the guide counted to three. OK, jump. This is a tall freaking waterfall that i'm about to <laughs> launch myself off of and i almost didn't do it and dion said he was about ready to shove me off of it which would not have gone well but you know that was just that's how they get you to move along right and um yeah i i was outside my comfort zone and loved every moment of it and yeah you know that that was a highlight um uh we, there was the 80s party on the back deck of the ship was <laughs> off the chain and off I danced. <laughs> it was off the chain. And I danced like a madman, like I have never danced before. Dude. And this in fact, is that making, was one of the songs I danced to. This so. is making my heart rejoice because, yeah. like, dude, like. D- Dion looked at me at one point and said, who are you? <laughs> because <laughs> I was just, I was living and enjoying myself. And she was, too. And, uh, you know, there, it's moments like that. And, you know, there was plenty more of those along the way and yeah you know it was it was a good time we really enjoyed ourselves that was our 25th anniversary trip and uh we made the most of it so dude good times congratulations that that's 25 years that's a long time yeah i hope for 25 more that's amazing so D- does we'll it do feel it. you know like me and emma we just celebrated our sixth and it we just talk about it all the time it's like it doesn't feel like it but at the same yeah. time, like you have fond memories of like before them, but at the same time, you just can't quite place a time without them. You the know? before times. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's kind of dark- hard to get back into those. Yeah. yeah the dark times. The dark times. Yeah, yeah. The dark times. Yeah. Well, that's dope, man. When did you get back from your trip? Uh, that was at the end of May. Uh, okay. Memorial so you've been, Day you've been back a while. Yeah. We've been back a while. So it's as the a magic. Over a month now. Has the magic worn off, or have you brought it, some of that spirit back home with you and are no, determined, was, you know? I was thinking about it. Like, for that first week we were back, um, we were just looking at every possible cruise we could just go ahead and book and go again. Um, you know, it was one of those things. In the month or so since then, it feels like it's been a year. You know, just the way the summer is set in and work and things like that. It, it feels like it was another time, but Dion and I had both agreed that the next chance we get to go and we're going to make it sooner rather than later. We're going again. So that's awesome, yeah. man. That, that is so dope. I want to, I want to hear more stories at a different time for sure. Especially if you got off, some good off ones. Mic, yeah. yeah. Off mic, yeah. off mic, maybe after this episode. <laughs> 
the listeners are like, oh, no, too bad. No, they could care less. They're yeah. like, oh, God, this is like watching slides at the grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Patreon exclusive. Uh, no, just kidding. Um, so uh, it's for the after party. I'll tell yeah, stories in the after party. There you go. There you go. If we even have one, I'm getting old, Ethan. I don't, I don't, I don't do the after party that often anymore. I don't uh, bathe uh, regularly. Uh, no, here's a kidding. teaser listener. If you, if you stay for the after party, if we have an after party, I will tell you the story of our good buddy that was on the cruise with us that did karaoke ice ice baby with help and, uh, you know, uh, there is a video that exists. It, no one outside of our circle of friends is ever going to see it. Oh, my God. It was amazing. though. So, there you have anyway. it, ladies and gentlemen. Wait till there the end of the it. show. Wait till the end of the show, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Don't leave. Just kidding. Um, is there anything else you have to report? I mean, we've been playing any games. Have you been? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I. you know, I, I've actually been up to quite a bit. I mean, like I said, it's it's been a while since we talked. Um, right. I'll go through it real briefly. Uh, I'm still hard into Elite Dangerous, and I kicked off for our squad uh, a little bit of an expedition. I call it the Strange New Worlds expedition because I kicked it off the same week that Strange New Worlds aired season two on Paramount Plus. So I thought that was a nice little tongue in cheek. Yeah, totally. Uh, you are. You're a expedition. cheeky guy. I am. I'm a cheeky guy. You can tend to be a cheeky uh, guy. <laughs> Shout out to Jacob Bush and Cheeks. Uh, we are now about <laughs> thirteen thousand light years out from the bubble from earth and the settled worlds um, that humanity is in 13,000 years or 13,000 light years is a long way in this game I mean that's um, for the distance that we're going to go we're a little over 10% of the way out um, so and what do you do like are you just all in the cockpit chatting or uh, I mean oh, we all we all kind of float in and out because it's on my carrier so everybody can just park go offline if i move the ship overnight uh they wake up log on the next day or the next evening or whenever they play next and they're in a new location so that you just go out and explore and oh and they just return a, back to you yeah as long while, as they're back on the ship when i set off i mean it's like it's like a big cruise ship just make sure you're back on the ship before i leave and i'll take you with me <laughs> that's really it's cool. fun it's fun because the guys get to kind of explore on their own uh one of the things that we're doing is uh, the carrier runs on tritium, and so the guys periodically will go out and go to tritium hotspots and do mining and bring that and donate it to the ship. And that's the fuel that we use that we're exploring on. How many different fuel types out. are there? Just the one for carriers. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's working out well. We're having, having some fun with that. Um, it's taking us a little longer to fill up the tank in this current spot that we're in. So we've we've been in the same spot for about a week and a half. I'm hoping after this weekend I'll be able to get the ship a little bit further out toward the core of the galaxy. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the one thing that I've been doing in Elite Dangerous. Uh, I talked about on the last PCP getting back into uh, model railroading trains. Oh, yeah. And that's coming along. I've gone through a couple of iterations of the layout, and I think I've finally settled on a plan and am now kind of pricing everything out materials and things and i know what i want to do and what i want to model and so i'm kind of working toward that so that hobby is continuing apace um strange new worlds as i mentioned before aired on paramount plus i've seen the first two episodes uh, my quick review of episode one was meh uh episode two 
strong. It, it's a very strong episode of Star Trek. Uh, I can't shake the feeling, though, that this series is written for a YA audience mm. and not for someone my age. Um, but that's, you know, that's just a minor quibble I've got right now. I've been enjoying the series uh, and, and will continue to do so. Uh, Secret Invasion dropped this last week, yeah, episode how, one. How is it? Because I know there was a big kerfuffle about the intro. Eh. The intro, huh? Yeah, because it was made with AI. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, like I, with I all might the weird have to go faces back and, watch and everything. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, the 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 intro sequence. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it was artistic. I, I you know, it kind of sets the tone for what I think right. the series is going to be. I get why they did it, and I get why people are also. I see both sides, type thing. Yeah. Yeah. I. I you know, that's probably a discussion for another time. Um, how AI really is starting to kind of impact. Yeah. The culture. Totally. Um, but, you know, but as far good? as the episode itself, it was okay. Uh, um, you know, it, it is leaning very heavily on plot points from previous movies and previous shows. And I haven't seen all of it. I'm now in this weird spot where I'm s enough out of touch with the MCU that things are brought up in this that I'm like, oh, I've I've missed that. Which is exactly what happened in the comics. Yeah. God, it's so annoying. But at the same time, they're telling a story that I can connect with. There's a very strong sci-fi element to it, you know, with the scrolls and the invasion that's happening. Um, there's a lot of elements that are pulled straight out of, you know, Jason Bourne movie or, or a, a James Bond type movie. There's the spy element, right? And that's enjoyable as a genre for me. So there are things that I, I can kind of like about it. But it's this, it's the connection thing. Mm. It's like I'm watching the MCU, but, but it's not. like an out of body experience. Right. You know, it's it's watching it from a distance now instead of being right there invested and and I want to see what happens next. Right. Episode two may drop and I may forget it's there for a couple of weeks until I have some time and I go back and watch it again. You know, and that's kind of a weird thing for me. But anyway, Secret Invasion. It's it's all right. I would say right now, but it's it's only the first episode, and a bit of a bit of a. Um, um, I'm not going spoilers, but you know, kind of a big thing happens at the end of it, and I saw it and I was like, oh, oh okay, so I want to see the next episode, but I'm not like jonesing to see to follow it closely. Gotcha. And that's kind of a weird thing for me. And then lastly, I'll just I'll wrap up what I've been up to. Dude, I've gotten back into Minecraft. How oh. is it this, this game is a decade, over a decade old? And yet, at times, it's like a warm cup of milk on a winter's night. You know, it's, it's comfort food. It just and hits different. It just hits, yeah, in, in such a good way. And I have spent some time in a world that I built at the start of COVID the start of the oh, pandemic that's cool i've come back into it and i'm finishing up some projects that i had been doing and it's just you know sometimes some nights i just don't feel like getting on elite and mm. doing the grind to get tritium fuel right and mining or i you know i don't feel like going out and getting the biosignatures and adding to my exploration database um minecraft's a great it makes it really easy for me to say yeah i'm not getting the cockpit tonight 
<laughs> yeah. And, and I go and I, I do some Minecraft for a couple hours and it's just, oh, it's so good. Yeah, no, I, it's like, there's that like one time a year where it's like two weeks. That's all I want to play is Minecraft. And yeah. it's that, 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 I think that's the sign of a good game, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. At its core before Microsoft bought it, it was uh, just a very simple idea, you know? And mm -hmm. it's, yeah, I mean, it's obviously blown up because it's quality. So yeah, very nice. But that's me. That's me. What have you been up to now? Um, I have been developing wannabe critic productions. Uh, I've been working on stuff, just a lot of website stuff and um, just planning. Really, Emma and I have doing been doing a lot of planning. Uh, I have a couple of other. Yeah, yeah I've got a couple of. Uh of your episodes, a guy and yes. his wife that have dropped lately. We so actually just recorded. Yeah. We actually just recorded our, Hi, Emma. Um, yeah. She hey says there. she's throwing up <laughs> horns. <laughs> he says, Hey there. <laughs> her, her, her ears are burning. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she heard. Yeah. Well, we just recorded two episodes today. One was a new guy and his wife episode. Um, and then one is something I'm not going to talk about yet, but we did record something else. So that, stay tuned for that. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Destiny, and I've been playing a lot of games for review, Ethan. Um, I have four or five reviews in the chamber now, um, to where I can have one out per month, and uh, I've just been... I've just been playing games for review, taking notes. I've been writing, Ethan. I've been writing every day, um, trying to take care of, like, you know, the old noggin and just, just really take time to develop the things that matter to me and the things that I believe in. Um, obviously, you know, Highland Productions is my production company, which working on that. I just invested. I made a new investment for that. Uh, I bought my very first actual professional drone. Um, so I'm studying to become a remote pilot, which is kind of cool. Because if you yeah, you have to go to the FAA for that and everything. You sure you? do. Yeah, because yeah. if you fly uh, in that airspace um, for commercial purposes, it is highly, highly illegal. Highly illegal, and the FAA will track you down. Mm -hmm. taken yeah. style and fine you like $25,000 or something like that. <laughs> they, they, you will be renditioned and yes, you'll be made. With, uh, gloves yeah. will uh, come after you. Yeah, yeah. They will. Then they'll, they will get a hold of you and they, they'll make you squeal, squeal. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's been some adulting. Uh, Emma and I have been just really trying to embrace our lifestyle and uh, enjoy it. The cows are, it's very hot, so the cows are not happy campers right now, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, but that's their problem, not mine. So, um, things are going good, though, man. Uh, it feels good to kind of have, like, a nice flow of of all these things. You know, you have all these things that you want to do, and it's like, how do, you get a, how do you get time for all of it, you know? So, it's been nice to kind of figure out what that process looks like and you know, make it make sense. So exciting stuff. Um, and I just feel good. Like it's nice to feel good. I've been stretching, you know what I mean? Been doing some stretches, some hip stretches. Little calisthenics. Yeah, 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 some stretching. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I just, things are going good. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to ride this wave, you know, do it. See how long it goes. 
Do it. Um, Do it. Uh, Ethan, <laughs> you you have been leading the vanguard with, with the news. And frankly, I think that might just be your new job uh, for the show is just to figure out the news because you came to me and you were like, hey, I have stuff I want to talk about. And I'm like, well, I don't have anything I want to talk about that's relevant to what we normally talk about because – I'm a, I'm out here on the farm just being living my best hippie life. So. Basically, I mean, pretty much, I'm straight up a hippie, and I'll, I'll embrace it. Can't help yeah. it. So Can't I, fault it. the, Can't it's, fault it's, it. it's nice to like look at these headlines, and I'm like, wow, really? Okay, I can't wait to talk about this. This is gonna be great. So, Baton Pass, my friend, take us in the news. Baton taken, and uh, heading us into a little bit of news. You know, I, I have. Um, in the past have always let off with where I got this information uh, so that, you know, the listeners can go check it for themselves. I, I haven't really done that this time. This is more, this is news that, yeah, some of it is headlines and uh, you know, I'll, I'll get to some details on that in a moment. I'm leading off here though with rumor because this is something that I have seen floated across my uh, kind of my aggregate news page that I check periodically from day to day. I've seen it there. Uh, I've I've seen a few videos come out on YouTube that have alluded to this or just outright have said this. George Lucas to buy Star Wars back from Disney or something along those lines has cropped up in various places that I've seen on my, my internet feeds. And I just wanted to take a moment and address this. This is a rumor. This is clickbait. It at, at its finest. Um, I did not click on any of the YouTube videos. I did click on a few articles. And in those articles, they are from dubious sources. And they make some pretty unfounded claims, I would say. So let, let's just talk about this for a second. If I were to ask you, Gabe, do you think George Lucas would have the opportunity to buy... Star Wars back from Disney. Do you think he would do it? I mean... I've got... <laughs> that's a long pause. I mean... Do you think he would? Yes or no? I've got the answer for you. No. no. Yeah. There, there's no way. Why would George you, yeah. Lucas has sat back for the last 10 years and has watched what's happened. There is no way that man takes that property back. Because what's he going to do with it at this point? Can it be rehabbed? Yeah, but that's a long project. And I guarantee you George Lucas is not in the mindset of doing that himself. Unless he wants on. to hire Filoni and Favreau to do it all, you know. Well, then he's not just buying Star Wars. He's also buying other personnel from disney essentially yeah that's true I, I just i i just no let's let's put this rumor to bed and stop making clickbait videos out of it because of what we saw later this week where disney goes ahead and announces the title for their their big rave movie which i didn't even write it down here and i don't even remember what the title is but kathleen kennedy has been on a tear this week talking about the new movies Disney is all in on Star Wars. They have to be. They have invested so much, and they are not going to let it go and relinquish it now. It's just, 
I, I saw these rumors and this clickbait and all of this out there, and I was just, no, let's just stop that. Let's be realistic. <laughs> let's be adults here no. about the whole situation. Stop and that. Stop that. And <laughs> Disney is not going to get rid of this cash cow. And so I wanted to just kind of address that, first of all. So, Internet, calm down. All right. Yeah. That's that's where I'm coming down. Internet. That's first of my mini rants that I've got for it. I know that season. was a that was a doozy. Are you did yeah. you pop a blood vessel or do you need to? No, take your pills? I actually it, my blood pressure is down just slightly. I feel a little bit better. OK, that's good. Moving on. OK, here is something that actually was announced this week. Paramount Plus has canceled Star Trek Prodigy. This was an animated series. If you're not familiar with the Star Trek franchise, uh, it's an animated series that came out uh, about a year and a half ago, I think is what it was. Uh, right at the end of uh, 2021. And then a second season was very quickly announced for this series. However, now Paramount Plus is backpedaled. They have announced that they are canceling the second season. Not only are they canceling it, they're removing the series in its first season from their hub, from their subscription service. There was a second title, and I forgot the name of it. I didn't write it down. There was a second title that was also announced as being canceled, and it is going to be removed off of Paramount Plus as well. They're doing this, uh, as an article that I read informed me, uh, this is a common practice that allows these streaming services to recoup some of their losses with tax breaks. Um, Paramount Plus has, has announced that they would be willing to discuss uh, shipping this series off to another streaming service or another network if if another production house wanted to pick it up. But it's interesting for all of the goodwill that Star Trek has had in the last few months, particularly with uh, the season three of Picard, it's interesting to see this series being singled out and then, you know, being lopped off from the rest of Star Trek, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. The suits, man. They're always mm -hmm. they're always screwing us over. You know what I mean? Like, like why can't they ever just let us have something nice and yeah. be able to keep it for a while? You know what I mean? Well, that being said, I never actually watched the series myself. I I had watched you Lower freaking Decks. poser, <laughs> poser. No, just kidding. But I, I it felt to me like there was a very strong reception for that series when it was coming out on social media, there was a very particular group of Star Trek fans that enjoyed that series. And they are being very vocal right now about their displeasure at it being cut off. Mm. That being said, I don't think the broad Star Trek community is really all that bothered by this. I mean, yeah, you already have like troubling. a stellar, you already have like a stellar animated series. So yeah. I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's like, just to know that you can have something taken away from you in a digital yes. format. And I mean, I'm going to insert it's, this too. Uh, the the people who bought Skullgirls, it's a fighting game on Steam. Um, I'm sure you saw this headline. They're removing content that you purchased if you bought that game. Um, it's not yours, yeah. apparently. So it's, it's, it, is, it's, it is troubling. Yeah, because this kind of indicates maybe cracks in the foundation for Paramount Plus, and we all we we knew Paramount Plus was losing money, mm. but for them to already be making decisions like this with one of their Keystone properties, with Star Trek, is it's kind of troubling. Yeah, I agree. that'll filter into something else that I'm going to say though later on though as well. We'll come back to that. Um, Put a pin in it. A little bit of space news. 
today was kind of a red letter day for Virgin Galactic, uh, founded by uh, Richard Branson. Um, he founded this company in 2004. It's taken them almost 20 years, but now they have finally gotten their first commercial flight into space and their tourism company is off the ground. He was able to send three Italian scientists that paid their own way. Uh, they sent them this morning from the New Mexico desert up to uh, the edge of space in the, uh, I believe it's the rocket plane Unity was the one that flew. Is this the and same so deal that Shatner went up? And no. Okay, that, that, was, that was Blue Origin. That was an actual rocket. Uh, this is one of the, the space plane that's dropped from another airplane, and then it flies up to the edge of, of space. Flat Earthers, then, you are screwed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the door is opening uh, to a round Earth. Um, interestingly enough, it's reported now that a when the company first began selling seats, they were two hundred fifty thousand apiece. Now the price is four hundred fifty thousand. So, reserve now. Yeah, no and kidding. get in line because they have quite a backlog. This is like of whenever people that they need to get through. This is much. This is way bigger than Tesla people. You guys gotta you, you gotta get in line now, <laughs> or else you're never gonna get. Like your grandchildren will finally get a seat. You know, if you don't get on this right now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. All right, and moving on from that, uh, the last thing I had here, uh, look at me go, Gabe. A little bit of game news. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, this one does come to us from TechCrunch.com. Uh, I saw this today, and it's because of the, the main title associated with this company that I bring this up here. Uh, Niantic announced today that it was laying off 230 employees. It has canceled its NBA and Marvel games that were in development. Um Further details here, uh, if, if Niantic doesn't sound familiar to you, uh, Pokemon Go should. Uh, the massive craze from, what, 2016? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it still has a pretty strong following even today. It does. I was surprised at that. Um, I was surprised that it was still going. It now has in-app purchases that total more than $1 billion since 2020. I did not realize it was that big of a cash cow. Still. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's nuts. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, especially they keep updating the game. It's just like any other live service game, you know, like you listen to the community, you innovate where it makes sense. There may be elements that aren't right, but like you, you keep working on it, you keep developing it. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a really smart model. But I mean, I don't know, evidently, if they're laying off, you know, 320 people in the span of 12 well, months. <laughs> It's it's interesting because the the article from um, again um, TechCrunch.com went into a little bit of detail as to why this is happening because just last year they announced a layoff of ninety employees and now they're further downsizing in a, another another two hundred and thirty employees um, all of that they say as a result of the pandemic they're saying that they hired too many people over the course of the pandemic and now they're having to make correction for that so. It, with over a billion uh, that it's making off of just the one game of Pokemon Go, plus they have other titles that have rolled out. They're not as successful. Um, but the fact that they're laying off employees and they're actually having to cancel uh, NBA All World was the name of one of their properties that they are actually canceling production on. And then a, uh, a game based on the Marvel franchise as well. Um, it sounds like it's a little bit more than just a correction from the pandemic. Uh, 230 employees 
actually uh, 320 total in the last year. That's a big downsize. And, you know, having to cut uh, potentially big franchise games from Marvel, from the NBA, uh, this to me, as an outsider, sounds like there's, you know, Niantic's probably not going to be the only one. We're probably going to be seeing a lot more of this, just as as we talked about earlier. As we've gotten more busy, we're, we're getting out more, we're doing things. You know, maybe this is creating a little bit of a gaming bubble that's perhaps not going to burst, but could it contract? You know, could we see a contraction happen, a big contraction? Well, I mean, you know, I even think about, like, how it's it's rumored right now that the next Naughty Dog game, which is a Last of Us game, by the way, one of the biggest properties in the world right now, um, the multiplayer game might get canceled, um, which is huge. I mean, that's, that's unfathomable to me. Uh, but it, it just goes to show, you know, trying to reacclimate and, you know, things change. Things move quick as, as, you know, things keep changing and we have to just like be okay with those changes, you know, like, and uh, yeah, it's like, it is what it is, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, it's some like, things about them. Yeah. We can yeah, be okay with exactly some things about them. Oh, Oh, Ethan, do you have something, you have something to say? Yes, Gabe, I do. Okay. I've, I've got, I, I, I told you this week I, I was going to be coming in hot because I've got a couple of rants. Yeah, I. This Neantic thing kind of filters into that. Okay. Uh, the floor is yours. Can I get this off my chest? I, I'm here. Here, let me turn the microphone. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, in all seriousness, yeah, there's been some things that have um, that have kind of struck me lately. Uh, we haven't done one of these shows in a while, so there's there's been a lot that's actually happened. And um, <laughs> there was actually a question I was thinking about doing as a cold open, and I'll just ask it to you now, just to kind of start the conversation. Um, if if a billionaire came up to you and said, "I have two vehicles. One will take you to the bottom of the ocean." One will take you to the edge of space. Which would you pick? Space. What would you do? Space? Yeah. Why? Because uh, I actually want to go into space. Ah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. If you asked me 30 years ago, I might have taken the submarine. Because the Titanic is something that I've, I've talked about it on, on this. Well, no, on my show, actually. I talked about the Titanic a little bit. It's been of interest to me. And I've always thought it would be cool to go down and actually see it. You know, where it rests at the bottom of the ocean. As we have seen in the last couple of weeks, that's a very dangerous prospect. In some respects, more dangerous than going into space. And so I'm, I'm kind of with you. I'm like, okay, uh, either or. Okay, let's go to space. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, I just... I'm deeply afraid of, of like moving water specifically. And like, I think that might be part of why, like I have a kind of an attachment to Bioshock so much is because there's something about that setting that is interesting to me, but that scares me. And, um, that is a really sad deal about the whole, yeah. that whole thing. And, you know, they knew, Which, what the they knew what the risks were. I mean, you know, like it doesn't make it any less sad, but it's like, there's no need to make it a sad thing because guess what? Like they were doing something they loved and, um, yeah. you know, there's, there's yeah. silver linings to everything, obviously, you know? Yeah. It, it, 
come to find out in the, the weeks or the week since that tragedy, uh, a lot of things have come to light that have, have always been there, but now it's being examined under the, the fisheye lens that everyone puts on things like this when something tragic like this happens. Uh, things that the CEO of that company said that seemed to fly in the face of safety, you know, and, and so now that that has come to pass. And sadly, he's one of the victims of that of, of poor decision making, really, is what it comes down to. Right. But I do want to take a second and speak to that. It's almost like throwing pearls before swine, but to that element of the Internet that is making memes and jokes out of billionaires dying <laughs> get some help yeah i just i just want to say that because yeah. i have seen some feeds and i don't really try and pay attention much to social media but i've had some things filter across my screen that are just abhorrent just absolutely abhorrent these are people yeah and like you said gabe they were just pursuing a dream it wasn't deserving of death yeah, no, absolutely. It's not. sad. It's sad that it happened. Let's all just acknowledge that yeah. and move on. It doesn't and matter that they were billionaires. It's not like they deserve to die. Yeah, exactly. And that doesn't make them inherently bad people. Like some people are just really good at making money, and I am not one of those people. <laughs> so it's it, it, you know it, it is what it is. But it's you know it, people people suck, and and it's 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 not crazy. To think that this isn't going to get made joke jokes made about it. It is. I mean, yeah. I've seen them. It's going to get joked about. It's going to get goofed on because it's something in pop culture, and that's just something that happens. But there's but some a, of them are there's just a, truly yeah. Vicious. There's a there's a line yeah. like malicious yeah. malicious intent. Like there's 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 a line between being malicious and funny. It's very yeah. it's very thin, and can it, it can be a very thin line. So, you know. I don't think you're a bad person if you if you laugh at a joke about it, but it's like they're you know, just have some respect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. They at least acknowledge that they were human beings. Yeah, they were just human like beings, just like you are, with hopes and dreams and aspirations, likes, dislikes, you know, things and, that they were good and there at. Are, there are families that are sad that yep. they're gone. Exactly. So. Yeah. No, I we, appreciate we you bringing that out. We shouldn't. And and, and I sidetracked my rant. With a mini rant, so there yeah, you go. There you have this it. is the kind of week I'm having. There you have it. Yeah, the, he's all hyped up from the cruise, the, yeah. the, the the ocean water, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, so what I wanted to start off talking about here is is um, subscription services. Can we stop with the subscription services in some cases, dude? Please. I'm... I okay. Here's the thing. I hate them. Yeah. I really hate them. Uh, I'm. I'm going through a process right now of purging as many of these subscription services that I can, that I can make cuts with. There are a couple of them that it's like, you know what, it's a great deal. I use the service. I don't mind paying that monthly fee. Make it worth my time. Make it worth my money. Yeah. And I'm okay with keeping it. It's fine. But there are a couple of examples that I've personally had to deal with, like recently Shutterstock. Uh, they have an extremely predatory, sneaky subscription service that I have fallen into their trap with mm. and am having to go round and round with them. And it's unpleasant. Um, that's kind of, to me, the dark side of all of this. 
And wait, is having been exposed to it, is Shutterstock Adobe? I believe, yeah, they are. Did they yeah. did they um, get you subscribed to the monthly? And now, if you're trying to cancel it, they're trying to make you pay pay a fee so that you can get pay out of it. Pay a fee, yes. Yep. And it does yes. say it in the terms and service, nope. but. It, it you, does, it's in but the fine you, print. Yep. It's in the fine print, and I and it's on me. I did not take the time to read through it. How many of us actually do? Yep. It's, and now I'm in that spot of, you got me. Yep. And the moment I'm out of it, I'm out. And I am reading fine print from here forward. Yeah. Uh, I've learned my lesson, but it is predatory. Yes, it is. It is a, it is hey, not same, a scam. Same thing but happened it to is, me with Premiere. Okay. Like, I yeah, did the exact, exact same yeah. thing happened to me. Same deal. Yeah. Um, streaming services are great at times, and at times they're not. It, they need to sort themselves out. And I just got notices from a couple of streaming services in the last month that my fees are going up. And you know what? It's not worth it for me to keep them. So guess what? Yep. They're You're gone. out. You're out. Uh, get some stuff that I, I feel like is worth the increased uh, money my hard-earned money from month to month and let's face it we're at a time where there are people having to decide whether or not they get to buy that little bit of extra food to make their family comfortable or entertainment and sadly we live in a world where people can't make the right decision all the time yeah and, and you know it, it it doesn't matter that it's on them to make that decision just the fact that people are being put in that position well we're already kind of living in that dystopian future that we kind of feared the ready player that, one yeah i think it's getting it, here a lot sooner than we thought it was going people, to yeah yeah so i mean i went to a a, a I, w- I was in st louis and ethan i saw a robotic um like uh the stuff that inventory mm-hmm. an inventory drone like a, yeah. you know, like a, a roving drone. And it scared me, you know, it was like, whoa, you know, all of a sudden I robot doesn't seem so crazy. Um, and because that thing's doing that job, Even there's someone one else. less person yeah. That, ha- that, that yeah can't. Yeah. That has, that's, it, that's in a tough spot making a decision about their budget. Yeah. It, it is. It's kind of a, a weird thing where we love this technology some of it works great, but there's also a downside that people don't really think all the way through. And it has a direct impact on people's lives. And, uh, you know, it's a sad thing. Uh, another thing that I'm dealing with, um, I, I can't justify paying seven bucks a month to have my email scanned by a subscription service mm-hmm. that I had been paying for, for antivirus or for anti-malware, Right. Back in the day, you used to buy a program. You paid 30, you paid 40 bucks, and you got an update every few months, but the software was yours, yep. you know, and you weren't locked into this month by month by month, and you're not supposed to pay any attention to it. It just comes out of your account. But at the end of this month, when I total up all of the subscription services that I have now cut off, I'm saving over $50. That's and that lot. doesn't sound like much. It doesn't sound like much to the, to the upper echelon. <laughs> uh, to the upper echelon, right? It's no big deal. But for somebody below me, for me, 
<laughs> and for people below me, I'll take I'll that take is that. significant. I'll take that yeah. fifty bucks any day because that's like, I mean, fifty bucks at Aldi, bro. I mean, oh my god, yeah, you can you eat go, like you, a king. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, you can get whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, you know that fifty dollars. That's a that's a fine bottle of bourbon. Totally, once a month. You know, that if, mean, you, if you if you that so, means something to me. Totally. You know? Yeah. That's a game so, for me, you know, a brand new yeah, game that I absolutely. don't have to feel bad about spending the money on. That, there's my Starfield money for this next month or, or when, in September. Well, yeah, I'm, September. Pro- I'm probably going to pre-order. But anyway, that's all other discussion. Be careful. It, uh, the last time Todd Howard said that they were going to release the greatest game ever, it was Fallout 76 <laughs> and everyone was pissed. So I am waiting. It's a Game Pass special. Until it proves to me that it deserves my money, then I will buy it. So that because I want to own it, you know. But okay. I, you, you do you. You're you're yeah, Mister no, no. you're Mister Big Bucks over here with all your money saved from your subscription services. <laughs> God, who's the who's, oh, who's anyway. that? Oh, who's that guy from Annie? The guy, the rich guy, Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks. That's you. Oh my God, <laughs> you're Daddy Warbucks. You were drinking oh, your God, scary. Shut yeah, up. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, up. sorry, sorry. No, but all of this, just to say, is, is yeah, it does feel like we're kind of slipping toward this precipice of a, dispo- a dystopian future in which you are chained to anything. Whatever you want, it's your heart's desire. You can have it in your home, piped into your home. It ain't free, though. Yeah. And you may not see the, the actual bill hit your budget until the end of the month when you check your statement. And that can be dangerous. Yeah. And it's I wish I wish people were more wary of the subscription model. There are certain services that are offered that make a lot of sense with it. There are also some that seem pretty frivolous and not worth the money that's being asked of them. And so I in all of this, I would just say. Do a hard assessment and then vote with your wallet. Yeah, I'm having to do that, and I would just encourage all of you want to be listeners to to do the same. And if you have to make some hard choices, make some hard choices. Yeah. Stand up for yourself. Yeah, be a man. Be That's a man. Dirt in it. Literally, get some super glue and shove shove that thing together, man. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, there you go. Uh, so that's that rant done, dusted. Yeah, unless you have anything else you want to say about it, <sighs> subscription service bad. That's right. We need a graphic or something. Also, go, Netflix. No, Netflix. I will never pay you ever again. I haven't. I've been off the network wagon for uh, over a year now, and have not gone back, and not regretting it. I'm thinking about um, discontinuing my. Uh, I have a couple of things I'm actually thinking of discontinuing. So now you've motivated me. I'm going to do a hard assessment, Ethan. Look at me go. Power to the people. Yep. Achievement unlocked. There you go. Next. All right. Last thing I've got here. Um, I want to talk for a second to the Kathleen Kennedy haters in the world. Look, I get it. She's not the nicest person. If you're a Star Wars fan. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I was there once myself. But if you were to believe the Internet. Or not even the Internet, just. Look at YouTube internet or YouTube thumbnails. If you believe what you see there with regards to Kathleen Kennedy, 
you are your brain is being shaped to believe that she is the devil incarnate and that simply is not the case i i know a lot of you that are in that position don't like the decision she has made with star wars i agree there's been more misses than hits it feels like of late and she has said things like and i have this quote here it comes from a, a gizmodo our article that i saw just uh day before yesterday um she says and i quote ray has made a promise to luke and that's really the core of where we're going and what the story will be. And she's talking about the movie about Ray that's coming up. Back to the quote. I think it offers just a tremendous opportunity to introduce new characters and start with something fresh because we culminated with what George Lucas was creating and now we take all of that and move it to the next chapter. End quote. Like I said, this is from a Gizmodo article entitled Ray's Star Wars Movie Described as the Next Chapter of the Series. When she makes statements like we have culminated the thing that George Lucas was creating, that starts to raise my blood pressure just a bit. Because she didn't culminate what George Lucas created. They ripped it off and then made fan fiction out of what George Lucas created. I feel very strongly about that. You and I have argued about that, and that's fine. I don't want to go into all of that. Yeah, and I see where you're coming from. Like, Right. But to all of the Kathleen Kennedy haters that see quotes like that and just get incensed and enraged by it, just stop. I just want to say that. Just stop. She's not the devil. She's not evil. She's not a witch to be burned at the stake. <laughs> you know, she's not, not Agatha Christie, bro. Exactly. Yeah. Or not, um, not Agatha Christie. What's her name? Agatha a- Harkness. Harkness. Agatha Harkness. Yeah. Not, she's not, 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 the, not the famous beloved author. <laughs> <laughs> she's not out there solving mysteries. <laughs> nice. I like that. You need to cut that as a clip. Um, in any case, she's made some bad decisions. That's true. If what she's doing is not to your liking, it's not as if she's going after the thing that you personally love. That's not the case. Her her job is not to lose the company money that she works for. It's just sometimes you get in over your head and you make some bad calls. And that's what she's guilty of, if anything. Again, not evil, not a monster. Certainly not what the internet is kind of making her out to be. Uh, again, I will reiterate, she is not personally targeting the thing that you love. If you feel like that, if you believe that, then again, like I said before on some other things, get some help. Yeah, (laughs) because you need some help. Yeah, (laughs) you need some help sorting out some rage issues of some sort or another. Toxic masculinity or femininity. There's something wrong with you. Because really, this world is divided in a lot of ways, and we all recognize that. Totally. Uh, when I get on YouTube, my channel feed is full of suggestions of people that are trying to get me to believe that Kathleen Kennedy is the is the evil witch, or demon succubus. <laughs> you know, that's that's going to end it all, right? And that she is everything that is wrong with Star Wars, and that's that's not who she is, and that's. 
if you're if you're putting that kind of stuff out there, then it's the same thing that we've watched happen in. And I know we don't get into politics. We don't discuss politics, but we see what's happened from politics to social issues. Everything is either or. And if you're putting that idea out there that Kathleen Kennedy is the reason why Star Wars is dead, well, you're wrong. And all you're doing is feeding into that that division. And it's it, kind of like why everyone hates Nickelback. Nickelback rocks. Okay, I'm not going to argue with you on that. This is a safe space. Thank you. Nickelback has some... They don't rock, but they do have some good songs. I don't believe a dang word you just uttered. I'm just telling but you. But I'm not going to argue with you. We all just want to be a big rock star. <laughs> go down. Sorry. There you go. I couldn't There you go. It. There's a little Nickelback for some folks. Um. Anyway, I just wanted to go off on that little bit of rant because if... For those people that are putting out this Kathleen Kennedy hate, you're part of the problem. Um, and I say that as a person that was kind of right there at that teetering at that edge. And I was very outspoken about a lot of the things that I dislike. But what I've realized now is that Kathleen Kennedy has made some serious errors and is probably not great at running Lucasfilm. But at one time, she was kind of it. You know, her name is there with a lot of the geek and nerd stuff that we love. And you, you can't deny that. Like, like throw out some names. Indiana Jones. Original Star Wars. She was there from the beginning. That's why she's in the position she's in now. She has run in the same circles with George Lucas and Steven Spielberg and all of the big names that have given us things that we love in a lot of different genres. Her name is attached to it. She's been there. It's just that on her own, and not necessarily on her own, I also am kind of coming to the realization that it's also the people that you're surrounded by. And maybe some of the people that she's surrounded by aren't that great either. Mm. And she's suffering the result of that. Right. Uh, I alluded to earlier, uh, the one thing I can't shake about the Strange New World series is that it feels like it's written for a YA audience. That's because of the writers. And that's because of the people that are running that show. And maybe they don't necessarily know what Star Wars is to a person like myself. And Kathleen Kennedy is kind of surrounded by a younger generation of writers and people that don't understand Star Wars, maybe the same way that I do or other people that are in kind of the same camp with me. She has to navigate that. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't want that job. Yeah. Trying so to hear, I, um, yeah, like hear a million quote unquote good ideas all day long and then have to, you know, settle on something, you know, that makes sense or, or doesn't make sense. Or maybe, you know, things get said yes, but then get changed. And it's like, oh, that's not what I meant. You know, you just you can't pin it on one person. You really yeah. can't. There And there are some elements out there that are making this kind of Kathleen Kennedy hate videos and really just feel like they want to see Star Wars fail. I don't want to see Star Wars fail. And so I appeal to those individuals making that kind of content, whether it's on YouTube or podcasts or whatever it is, please stop. You know, Star Wars is a good thing. We all have things about Star Wars that we love. And maybe we don't agree on everything in the Star Wars universe. But I guarantee you, not one of them want to see it absolutely fail. And if they do, I say again, get some help. Yeah. Because you're part of the problem. Stop it. 
Stop Get it. help. Get help. <laughs> the Michael Jordan yeah. GIF. Yeah, just insert it right here. Yeah. Because this world is, it's bad enough as it is, and we don't need people uh, tacitly connected with entertainment um, to be making it just that much worse. Well, and, you know, I've just kind of come to the, me and my wife have come to the conclusion, it's like, look, there's going to be people, like, the way they live their life may not be your cup of tea. Your lifestyle isn't going to be other people's cup of tea, for sure. There's going to be so many things that are always divided, but yeah, there's one thing that affects all of us, and it's the fact that we all have to share this place. Yeah, you know, and and and, and something else. I'll, and if I may piggyback off of that yeah, sentiment that you ahead. just expressed, one thing that is sadly lacking in this world is respect for other people. Yep, you don't have to agree with their lifestyle. You don't. you don't have to agree with their entertainment. You don't have to agree with the way they live their life. But it's their right and their decision to make that decision. And you have to respect that. Yeah. And you have to like. And spouting like, off hate is yeah. just. It's or, not or helping. Just, or just j- anything. Spouting off anything. It's like, <laughs> why does it affect you at all, bro? Just live your life. Yeah. Like some now, people are just so obsessed with other people's lives that because. It's like their own life is lame, and that's not my problem. But yeah, it, I don't know. What S- to tell sadly, you. there there are going to be some people that might watch this and say, "Well, Gabe and Ethan, you 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 do a podcast expressing your opinion." Yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, it's an opinion. It's not fact. Guess what? And you don't got to watch it. I don't need you here. Bye bye. Yeah, scurry along if you don't like it. I, I don't. You know, it's like. They're always, I I just, I'm just tired of there always having to be a reason for something or an explanation for something. And it's like, there's a reason, I'm just going to say, there's a reason that punk rock's appealing. It's not about the way it sounds. It's about the feeling it gives you. And like, in a way, it's like, I'm doing this because there doesn't have to be an explanation for it. I just know I should be doing this. And that's all that really matters at the end of the day, (laughs) you know? So, so anyway, I just wanted to get that off my chest. Because I've been feeling very strongly about it lately. And as a person that has been very close to that dangerous edge of turning against a thing that I formerly loved. But having stepped back from that ledge, I feel like I'm in a place now where I can say, for those of you out there that are, you know, turning on the thing that you love and putting out content that actually is pretty awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about it. Maybe stop. Maybe get some help. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's just, well, just, you know, just realize that, like, there's going to be people that combat you, you know, and, like, there's also going to be people that don't combat you. So don't try and engage them more whenever they don't agree with you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah. it, it's just silly. Do you feel better, though? I feel a lot better. Good. Yeah, I'm happy for I, you. I, this is a good place. It's a good place. I check. You know, my rates have gone up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this time next week. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'll, yeah. Uh, I'll 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 uh, put a little bit more in the bank account for my subscription service. Yeah. To, uh, to your mental psychology. Health. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, are we feeling the after party? Um, you know, I, I haven't. Eaten. You know, I kind of am. I yeah. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, let's take five. 
and okay. I'll, I'll come back. Yeah. I don't have a, a LED in here anymore, so, I mean, it'll have to be a dark after party. Sorry, <laughs> you know what I want here for for after party intro. What's that? Is the is the gif of the girl with the duck lips, just oh yeah yeah with the with the cat banging on the piano. Yeah. Yes, dude. Whatever yeah. happened to that gif? I can't find it anywhere. Um, but that's well, that's when we need to introduce the intro. It party became party. what the it became what the kids call cringe. Really? Yeah. Okay. I laughed every time I saw it. I know. It, it had its moment. But that's the thing, Ethan. Great. These kids, they move on from stuff so quickly. Really quickly. Yeah. Like, really like something will be funny like one week. And then like a week later, it's not funny anymore. And it's like cringe. Yeah. Like, it's like it's cringe. You will be, you'll be ousted and bullied if you like that still. Right. It, it, is it because it's been a month and that's why it's cringe? We've all moved on. Is that what they're thinking? Is that the mentality? I think so. Oh God, that's like a, I don't. Yeah, want, I don't want to live in that world. Me either. It's like all oh, that had its moment, but it's eh, whatever. Like there's no deepness behind anything. It's like I still want to live in that world where when I see you and you walk up to me and you want to like fake slap my phone out of my hand and say, Mitchell, what is it? yeah, Mitchell, or, yeah, or yeah. get I wrecked. Live in that. Yeah, <laughs> it never gets old. Yeah, you know, it's so, it's a joke, it, and it's it's great. And it's sad that we can't live with things because they age out or whatever. Yeah, I just the throwaway mentality, man. It's a real thing. Like, it's an issue. That's why I'm like, I am seeing that this place is going downhill quick. So I am just going to enjoy the show and hope for the best. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, it is what it is. But we're in the after party and I want to hear you tell the story. Okay. But I don't know if you listened to me and Emma's episode on the Xbox Game Showcase. I did not. I yeah we we I haven't, uh, I haven't heard that one yet. Oh no! Wait, wait, I, no, I've no, heard no. the second. Yeah, it hasn't aired yet. That was with that was with you. You, me, and Jacob. Yes, that's that right. was okay. Yeah, and yeah, shout yeah. out to Bush League Gaming for yeah. having you and I on. Yes, to talk about the Xbox after the yeah uh, the uh, yeah the that's showcase right. Event. Her and I, we just we listened to some other podcasts about the event, and I just you know okay, I kind of okay. got mixed up there for a minute, but yeah, with, yeah. <laughs> leave it to us to break the uh, the two hour plus uh, cherry on the old BLG podcast because <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a long one. Uh, I mean it. Yeah. It, it was it was so nice though. I mean, Jacob's such he's just he's just a top notch host. He just he a is good top dude. notch. I, and I can sit and talk to him for hours. I know he's very much that guy that let's keep it to an hour because people right. are going to lose interest. I'm like that got blown out of the water. Yeah, I was so like badly. It's like that Leo DiCaprio <laughs> meme where he's like, you know, like laughing. Like that was what that was yeah. me. Yeah. Um. Like yeah. you get me and Ethan in a room, we're not going to shut up. But no. I did want to kick this after party off with saying that I did buy some new some new toys. Uh, I did in fact get the Starfield controller. Envious, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's Emma's actually, but I'm stealing it. What? And I also, yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Is Emma interested in Starfield? Oh, we're going hard. Oh, 
we watched is, it together yeah, dude she's cool. yeah we got an episode of a guy and his wife coming out pretty soon but emma is like hardcore gamer now it's quite interesting i mean we play games together every day it's kind of crazy awesome. I, it, it's it's something else but yeah. yeah, you'll have to stay tuned for that episode. Um, okay. So yeah, you know, it was limited edition, whatever. So I did. I decided to get the headset because I was needing a new one, anyways, for the mm -hmm. wireless gaming. You know, I like to I like to be back here. And wasn't uh, excited for that, but okay, yeah, cool. Um, it's pretty sweet. It lights it? up and like it makes a noise. It's like like it's like a comms noise whenever you turn <laughs> it on, like a yeah. ship sound turn. You know, a ship sound comes on when you turn it on. It's yeah. And the, honestly, the Xbox headset's pretty good quality. Uh, that's someone, you know, I have these, obviously, these uh, AirPods Maxes or whatever. I'm on earbuds tonight because it's stinking hot, even in our house. Our AC can't keep up. So Dude, those yeah. over-ear ones, I would be, like, dripping sweat here. It would be awful. Dude, we just, got, we just got a new uh, uh, blower motor because ours broke. We had a, we were without yeah, AC I knew for you a were couple weeks. Issues. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and I mean, our we have a brand new you know, component that's keeping the system. <laughs> just in time. <laughs> yeah, literally. And it's still, you know, 74 still degrees warm. in here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. global warming is real people. I feel you. Mm -hmm. I feel so you. that's my fun stuff. That's what I've been doing. I, I, I got to say, I, 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 I'm proud of you for getting it for Emma and not just buying it for yourself and saying, here, ha have the hand me down, honey. Oh, well, and she said, you know, <laughs> she said like, well, you know, whenever I've been using it to play on my uh, laptop for game reviews, I've been using this controller. Um, and I just have to also say this for the record. If you have Spider-Man remastered on uh, Steam, which it's on sale right now, by the way. If you have either that or Miles Morales, play it on this controller. Play it on an Xbox controller. The hang time, the way the swinging feels. Wait, wait a second. You want, you played it originally on PlayStation, right? That's correct. I played. You are, you are a very, very outspoken proponent of the Sony controller. Yes. PlayStation controller, right? Yes. And you're here, sitting here advocating a Microsoft product for playing a game. For playing not a PlayStation game, no less, uh, <laughs> actually. Um, Heretic. Yeah, I mean, I, I know. It. It's it's kind of <laughs> like whenever I use my DualSense to play Halo. I, I'm just saying, it hits different. Um, hmm. Play, especially for those of you who played the licensed Spider-Man 2 game for the Xbox, the original Xbox... It feels just like that. Hmm. And it is a good feeling. I'll tell you what. I prefer playing Spider-Man that way um, than uh, with the dual with the DualShock or DualSense. I'm sorry. I do. And I do have to give a glowing review for this controller because it does. It, it, it's got your throttle. We can see our throttle is going to be operated with the left stick. Um, obviously, this is our, our looking and everything, but... It, it's a really well-designed controller. It has kind of a cool insignia on the back, and whenever I got it, I was I was really pleased. The triggers are also translucent, so it was a nice stylish controller for Emma that I'm using until Starfield comes out. Um, and and watch this space because we might have some some interesting stuff around Starfield, uh, content-wise. Um, so I don't want to say too much. We'll talk off mic, okay. but. Um, I, 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 I'm gonna. I'm just gonna bring this up here since we're on the subject. I'm having a little bit of a dilemma 
Because one of the things that was announced there in the showcase was the new uh, Xbox that was going to be coming out. Mm -hmm. And I got to admit, the the controller looks awesome. I would love to have one. And upgrading to the latest console, I, I, I love that idea. I'm having a little bit of a quandary in considering, all right, am I going to, Am I going to PC game Starfield or am I going to dip back in the console and, and do it there? Thoughts? So all I'm going to say is in a press event recently, Todd Howard said he's been playing Starfield on his Series S. Um, and it was released that there will be no performance mode at launch. Um, it's running at 30 frames per second mm, Okay. on, on everything. Across the board. Yeah. That's PC. That's everything. Everything. Yep. And that's to ensure quality level consistency. Yep. Level playing okay. field, quality, consistency. And, I mean, I got to say, to me, I'm probably going to play it on my Series S. Um, I, I don't really see a need to – I play on my – you know, my Xbox has kind of become my multiplayer machine. That's where I play Destiny um, for the most part now. That's where, you know, Halo's there. Emma plays on, you know, Emma, Emma is an Xbox gamer. Like that is her main thing. She plays. So me, it's like, I haven't been playing the PlayStation as much admittedly, because that's where she likes to play, you know? So the PlayStation's got just a bunch of first player stuff on it, you know, one player stuff. Um, but I, I kind of get where you're coming from. It's like, is there a point to buying it on PC? Is it going to be one of those games like Skyrim where, Every time Skyrim gets announced for a new console, I just go ahead and buy it um, because Skyrim is one of my favorite games of all time. I could see that being the case as well. Um, Skyrim didn't get a performance mode for quite some time, if I recall correctly. So, uh, but, dude. But you think it will happen mean, at some point. I think it will. At some point, they'll take uh, yeah, the blinders off I mean, yeah. good Lord. I okay. mean, Todd Howard has described this as a modder's paradise. So, I mean, you just you never know quite what's possible. Oh, gosh, man. That opens some possibilities. Yeah. But honestly, dude, I will tell you, I bought the Series S a couple years ago at this point, And I was always that kid who, like, always turned his, his stuff off every night. Like, I still turn my PCs off. Like, everything gets turned off. All uh, Things get turned off. Things don't get left on. I have abused that Xbox. I have left it on for weeks at a time. Uh, I have not cared about it. Like, it's just been kind of there at some points. Like, and that thing runs like a top. Dude, um, I, I, I still have the same Xbox One from 2014. Dude, and you need to upgrade. It doesn't shut off. I turn it off at night when I'm done with Minecraft. I get up in the morning. At some point, it's just popped back on again on its own. Yeah. It it's runs constantly. It's possessed. Yeah. But it runs great. Dude, I, I do have to be honest. Like, the one terabyte option, if I didn't have a Series S, I would jump on that immediately. Um, yeah. Because I, it's like... When I say Red Ring of Death, do you know what I'm referring to? Oh, yeah. For sure. I, okay. had a, I, right. I have my... Those days are a, done. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you're, you're golden. And, I mean, honestly, the optimization is so good. Like... The way, because, you know, I've been playing Destiny and capturing clips and stuff, and it just looks different on Xbox, and it captures differently, and it looks really good. Like, so, I, you know, I am I have to say, like, I got to give Xbox some props. Now, 
the software side still has some wonky things with it. Like, you know, in terms of like trying to download new things, move things around. I'm sure you've had some issues with that in the past, like with the library stuff where like, you know, you got to move an app from your external storage to the console and so on. It's, it's not as seamless as PlayStation or PC. Yeah. So, but dude, I, I think you should. It's just, it's so easy to hop in with people, you know, and just hop in a party I, and do your thing. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, it's not a multiplayer game. So I think I'm just going to be recalcitrant and just stay, stick to the PC. You're doing right. you're doing the console. I'll cover the PC side of it. Yeah, we'll there you go. It. And I, I mean, so we, we got both bases covered. There, yeah, honestly, there. Yeah, there we go. I'll cover the console side. You cover the PC side, and okay. that'll go for that'll go for Forza too. Whenever it hey, comes out. Yeah, that's true. And then um, I save five hundred bucks, and it goes into my layout. <laughs> yeah, there you go for uh, for your train tracks. <laughs> for is my that trains. how much? There you go. Is that how much the Series S, the new Series S, is? Oh, I'm thinking with games. Oh, gosh, gotcha, gotcha, and gotcha. the controller, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, it, right. It would be, yeah, it would be at least five. Yeah, I that. hear you. I hear you. Um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, do you have a pro controller that has like back paddles on it? Um, you're not a controller gamer. No, no, I, I don't. I, uh, my brother bought Eli a pro controller, and it worked great for about. A month and a half, and then it started acting wonky and weird, which is the thing with the original Pro Controller, and uh, we just never replaced it. Oh yeah, the original Elite controller. Yeah, the Elite. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, we that's a thing. They break. The they're literally like Jeep but Wranglers. They... Like they're made to break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this one did. Yep, makes sense. Okay, so there's all my. However, nonsense. my original controllers still work like clockwork. Dude, Flawless. the Xbox 360 controllers. Like, mine still work fine. Like, I plugged yeah. those in. Well, I guess it's been a while back now, so I don't know if they're actually still working, but they worked yeah. last time I checked. So, um, I want to hear the story about uh, the karaoke. Okay. Uh, this is going to be highly edited, <laughs> so I don't, know okay. how great, I don't know how great the story is going to be. But, okay, so um, first or second night we're on the ship, uh, we see the sign. There, there was a, a great little whiskey bar down in, on deck six. And that's where I spent most of my time. We, we bought the, uh, the free at sea package with, mm. uh, with Norwegians. So you just walk up, flash your card. They give you your drink. So anything under 15 bucks on the menu, it's free. Yeah. You know. So a great little whiskey bar down there. And next to it uh, was a, a bar that Norwegian has them on all their ships. And it's called... Um, uh, it's a dude's name uh his poor house and it's you know you go in and order a beer but there's a stage they have live music um they had a sign out front it's a karaoke and we all saw it when we walked by there and i you know we all sat down and i had my scotch and everything and or bourbon or whatever i felt like and um we we're like yeah we're coming back here for karaoke that night so we did you have to know the the guy that we're traveling with <laughs> he's a bit eccentric and I'll just leave it at that. So he, we go walking into the karaoke, and we're looking through the, the list of songs and trying to get on the list to do the karaoke. He gets to, he just walks up. Dude walks <laughs> up and says, Ice Ice Baby, I'm doing it. And the lady behind the counter is just like, all right, we'll plug you in. And sure enough, he gets called up, you know, like a couple of songs later. 
to set the stage for you, he, he's got his drink in hand, in one hand, microphone in the other, and he walks up there wearing, basically, it's like satin, silk, white shirt with pink vertical stripes, and the shorts match. <laughs> That's what this dude's wearing. Okay. And he walks up, and he launches into Ice Ice Baby. He's not even looking at the words on the screen. This is how well he knows this. And he is he is pretty good rapping it at the same time. Well, there was another lady in the room who had had a few drinks. <laughs> and she decides, I'm going to duet with this guy. He knows what he's doing. I'm drunk enough to duet with him. And so literally, this lady who we don't know <laughs> walks up and stands next to him and starts duetting Ice Ice Baby with my friend Brian. <laughs> All of us are in the back of the room just losing our minds at the hilarity that's ensuing in front of us. It gets to the breakdown you know, of the, the song kind of right in the middle, and it's right before Brian's about to launch into another rap session, or, or the chorus, it is, it is the Ice Ice Baby chorus. And like I said, I'll, I'll edit it for you know our listeners here. Basically, the woman just injects into the pause. I've got your back. (laughs) 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 And it's just the entire room just kind of fell apart at that point. And everybody was everybody was having a great time. And we're all in the back just like, is this actually happening? It's Brian. So, yes, it's actually happening. That's pretty much par for the course. If you knew the guy, it would make perfect sense. But the fact that there was someone else that had no idea who he was, and that's why it happened, just to join in and to have a man and a woman duetting Vanilla Ice was just, I don't know. It will. It awoke if I'm laying on my, if I'm, yeah, if I'm laying on my deathbed at some point. That's a memory that I hope just, you know, springs to mind as I'm passing, you know, immediately. It's it's just one of those that it's just like that was a moment that's just always going to stand out. It's like one final moment, like let's like a Yoda moment. Tell your sister, you know, it's like you can't quite get the laugh out and then you just disappear. Part of the force. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's um, like I said, there was there was a lot of shenanigans that happened in that room. But uh, that, that was it, that was one that kind of stood out. Well, I love hearing about travel stories. So if, if any more come to mind and you want to talk about it, I'm all yours. Yeah, Just we'll so see you know. what happens. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> yeah. I think it's uh, time to bring this ship home, Ethan. It's a good after party. And I wake up in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we're good. I mean, yeah, moments passed. It's done. We should um, have, we should we should have after party karaoke night sometime, dude. And that just would invite be epic. all the listeners to join. If that dude, I would totally do that. You know, Jacob would show up. You know, that's how yes, Jacob Jacob Bush originally found me because I was Twitch streaming. Um, I was playing music, and uh-huh. he always, he told me he was like, "Dude, I just thought that was really cool. That you just put yourself out there," and I was like, "Oh my god, thank you." You know, he's just yeah. shout out again, BLG friends of the show, love him to there death. There you go. Yep. All right, Ethan. Well, uh, I see you again in another few months, I guess. Um, back in your hole. <laughs> yeah, back in your hole, Shmi. 
<laughs> oh god no we will yeah. be uh i do have something i want to talk to you off mike so um say your goodbyes do you want people to find you go ahead oh yeah um you know check out my show that's on the wannabe uh, network here uh you can find it in oh, oh you can find us on apple uh podcast now you sure can thanks for that thanks for valuing my content yeah Dave. you're you know I, so you're, you you're, you're welcome i just you know i i I make the yeah. hard decisions so that you don't have to. Thank uh, you. Yeah. Yeah. It makes life easier. Yeah. For me. So, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. No, so, so so check me out. Uh, Geekly Retrospect is the name of my podcast, my contribution to the Wannabe uh, Network here. And uh, issue there are two issues out there, and we are scheduled for the to record the third issue this coming weekend. So hopefully we'll have a third issue out there as well. And, uh, yeah, we're having fun over there. You can find... Geekly Retrospect on Facebook. Connect with us there. Uh, I'm on Facebook, uh, Ethan Maestri. Uh, if you, you know, I, I don't recommend you go check me out. <laughs> I, I don't friend anybody, so uh, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm out there. There if I you am. Dare, if you dare to care. Here I am in all my Send glory. Me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's you know where to find us. I'm, done. I'm not telling you about it anymore. Um if you want to find me, you'll find us, and I appreciate it. I'll always appreciate it. But just always remember, ladies and gentlemen, that this isn't for you. This is for us. And if you enjoy it, well, God bless you, Jim Bob. Um, until next time, say Avidasen. Avidasen, and thank you for the therapy session. Yeah, you're welcome. I love you. Now, now away with you. The Wannabe Network is proud to present Punch Counterpunch. The show is written and produced by Gabriel Fast and Ethan Maestri. If you'd like to get in touch with the hosts, you can email us at geeklybyweekly1 at gmail.com. Until next time.